The following podcast is intended for mature audiences. You may encounter foul language, offensive jokes, occasional violence, and mild nudity. In other words, your feelings might get hurt. So did uh, did any of you have some sort of glow-in-the-dark apparatus in your bedroom as a child? I just wanted to say the word apparatus. I used yes. to have stickers. Glow-in-the-dark stickers? Well, yeah, I just had the stars on my wall. Yeah, we had this stuff, um, and the, it was only on the market for a little bit because I'm sure it well, back kids in your time. Ca- cancer. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like this, like, it was made from paste. Lead. And, yeah, and it would glow-in-the-dark, so you'd, the kids would buy it, and they'd put it all over their face, and their body and they'd run around at night and they'd be glowing in the dark and then find out i guess you know i never seen it no more so i think they figured out it had radium in it so they figured it wasn't really that well that good for putting kids on their skin you know they don't make toys like they used to oh they had some awesome ones lead paint radium (laughs) broken glass cocaine in your soda those big giant metal darts the yard darts yeah we had those when i was a kid and see yeah i don't remember anybody ever getting killed with a yard no no. never no but nowadays people get killed because they're dumb as shit they'll throw it up in the air and they'll be like oh i got it i got it and they'll try to catch it oh they'll throw it into a crowd of people oh watch this yeah and then someone will get killed (laughs) and then we have to pull it off the market when in reality this is what we call natural selection yes so (laughs) (laughs) so this is the way that nature is intended to work um i had glow in the dark stars and um when I was a kid, when I was... You have models, though, too, like put-together models. When I was a young adult, I painted an entire basement with glow-in-the-dark paint and blacklit the basement. Stephanie and I did that with our first house. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember. So I remember it, we never finished it. ladder being nine months pregnant with Landon. We never finished it. We bought little yeah. jars of craft glow-in-the-dark paint. It was paint, literally like the little one ounce. Like one or two ounce jars, and we painted an entire... We tried to paint an entire basement with it. Ultimately, yeah. we lost steam, so... What does glow-in-the-dark paint, glow-in-the-dark stars, radium, lawn darts, and natural selection have to do with this podcast? Absolutely nothing. But we will make a weird down the rabbit hole link a little bit later. I can't mispronounce hole. I said hall. Rabbit hall. It's the rabbit hall. You've been been in a rabbit hall? That's the the skin of a rabbit. Yep, the rabbit hall. (laughs) I want to welcome the rabbit hole or eat it. I'm going to welcome you all to Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you are listening to the one and only official news source in our country, which is actually pretty accurate these days because the news in our country is a little bass backwards. So why not contribute to it? Welcome to TDI Live. So what's new in the world of tie-dyed iguana? Well, this weekend we are headed to Blue Springs, Missouri. It is the quote-unquote Kansas City Show Me Snakes show, although it's not in Kansas City. It's in Blue Springs. Um, But we're going to call it Kansas City because more people know where that is than they do Blue Springs. If I say I'm in Blue Springs, I mean... I don't even know where the hell Blue Springs is. They get gun parts there. You get gun parts there? Yeah. I mean, now now that I do a show there, I know where Blue Springs is, but prior to this show, if somebody said, hey, let's go to Blue Springs. It's not really that big a town, is it? 
Um, I drive to the convention center and leave. So okay, I don't know. so you don't really. Yeah, I don't. Okay. When we go to shows, we pretty much don't go anywhere. We'll usually go out to dinner one night, and that's it. Yeah. And uh, I don't usually leave my hotel. So go to the show, go to dinner, go to the hotel, drive home. Yeah. That's about it. So we got that going on this Sunday. Um, we did have no the new items came in last week. The beta stuff. We already talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, so no other new items. Um, you know, changing some items. Like we got some different air stones in. Instead of the marina air stones, we're carrying Lee's air stones. Oh no, they're not Lee's. They're who makes those sponge filters? Aquatop. Aquatop so, yeah. air stones. Yeah. Um We have some fun actually really big air plants that we oh, just got in. Yeah. They oh, went yeah. out yesterday. Are they on the floor? For sale. Yep. You got out. them all tagged in out there? Yep. They're all out. There's some pretty big ones. Yeah, we got a pretty massive air plant out there that you know, you don't usually see in a retail store, but uh, hopefully there'll be some more of those coming through. Um, we're working on it. So that's kind of a little side project that it's in its very early stages of development. But I'm hoping that we will be able to see um, much more in the way of unique tropical plants that you don't typically see in our industry and or hobby. So if I have anything to do with it, though, you'll start seeing them more. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really it in the world of tie-dye. Not really anything going on. It's kind of like... What do we call it in Catholicism? Common time? Ordinary time. Ordinary time. There you go. Because You guys I, had this debate last time. Oh, this was like was six months ago. <laughs> well, it's, just, I mean, it's been a while since I've been point. to church. Like most good Catholics, I turned 18 and stopped going to church. Do you still go to church, Heather? Uh, not very. Well, I mean, it's I COVID. Really but like a good Catholic. She said it's open. COVID. It's COVID. Yeah. Can't go. I, mean, I, I go on the major holidays. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so like so most good Catholics. Yeah. Like most good Catholics, Christmas Heather goes to church on Easter. Easter and Christmas and funerals. I just go on funerals these days. Yeah, I haven't been to church in quite a while. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, since we have nothing else new in the world of tie-dye, I guess we will move very rapidly along to reptile. Wait, it is. It's Heather's favorite segment of the show. <laughs> reptile and amphibian news. You're waiting for me to interrupt uh, yeah, you. Yeah, I, I am. I There's <laughs> typically an interruption when All you right, start. All right, so today's news story is Why would I interrupt you? Desert though? geckos. Why would I talk over you? Desert... I'm not that rude. Heather, let's do reptile news. I, I right am. now. I really want to hear the news story. All right, go. Desert I won't interrupt you. I might have to teach you the art of talking right through him yeah. while he's doing it. That's all you do. You talk right. over me. Bill right. and I do that all the time. Desert, gecko, Desert <laughs> geckos glow neon green in the moonlight, scientists discover. So they found out that a desert... Was that sentence grammatically correct? Well, it's... it's. Oh, there's a comma. Okay, yeah, I see there, the comma. There's a comma in there. All right, then it's good. All right, so a desert gecko from N Namibia has... Brilliant glow-in-the-dark markings that shine neon green by the light of the moon. Hmm. The mechanism that produces its glow has never been seen before in land animals with backbones. Yeah. So these, uh, I've got a picture, a and I'll bring it up here real quick. All right, we have it's a picture a of a glowing south, gecko. So if you're watching this live on Facebook, coast. you won't oh, be able to see it. All right, it. so the, the first picture I'm showing them is what it looks like when it's uh, when it's looks just like a gummy in daylight. Bear. In daylight. I bet you, hey, what flavor would that be? Do you think? I think it would be mango. I don't know. If I ate that gecko. <laughs> Maybe. Its yeah. eyes wicked looking. Hey, what's the species of this? I thought it was know? a... Yeah, I'm going to tell you. It's a oh. web-footed gecko. Ah. Pachydactylus rangii. Pachydactylus? No, Pachydactylus yeah, rangii. Rangi. Yeah. I like the word dactylus. You can tie it to pretty much anything and make it sound cool, like heatherdactylus, cherodactylus, computerdactylus, 
podcast dactylus. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So what's different about these guys is... Uh, they glow under the moon. That's what's different about them. Uh, when other reptiles and amphibians kind of have this glow, it is usually produced by their bones or by chemical secretions in their skin. But the web-footed geckos generate their light using skin pigment cells that are filled with guanine crystals called iridophores. Erid I'm not sure mm. how to pronounce mm. that. Iridophore? Yeah. Yeah, they have previously been linked to color display in geckos and lizards, but this is the first evidence that they also enable geckos to glow in the dark. Now, like what would the be... the chromatophores of an octopus where they change, I But guess. why would a gecko, like, why would evolution do this? I mean, what's the advantage? To me, it sounds like a disadvantage. Maybe now it something attracts uh, insects. insects at night that are on that UV, yeah. whatever whatever UV they're using to... Because I don't think... Is this just what they look like normally, or is this under a special uh, this, light? Uh, well, like you do, I'm like, sure they use, like... Um, like what they use for like yeah. looking at scorpions yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, this is what okay. they look like like under moonlight. Okay. Okay. So at nighttime, that's yeah, what they Yeah, that's do. what they okay. look like at nighttime. Under moonlight, though, so if it's a new moon, they're screwed. They don't get to eat. Yeah, it's totally dark. They said they think <laughs> there is... Um, they said they live in an arid desert environment. There isn't much vegetation. Suggests that fluorescence plays a role in the gecko's social interaction. So I guess to see each other, they glow in the dark and... So oh, hey, yeah. buddy. Yeah, yeah so like, it's like, hey, yo, buddy. They don't high-five, they high-web. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for laughing. So funny. So hilarious. Oh, this is, this is oh, cool. here comes something else. Wait for it. It says, they, ah! somebody said, we have observed in captivity that although these animals are largely solitary, they do run up to one another to greet each other after a short period of separation. They also lick condensation from each other's bodies, so there are a lot of, lots of reasons <laughs> that being able to see each other over long distances would be useful for these geckos. So, hypothetical situation. It's a March morning, all right? Morning starts off very cool, but then rapidly warms up. I decide I need to go cut down a tree on this March morning. I take off my shirt because it's balmy, and as it warms up, condensation condenses on my body. Heather, would you run up to me and lick it off? Would you lick the sweat from my back? Never. What kind of friend are you? Except for the geckos, it's not sweat. You know, I've Reptiles licked... can't sweat. I've, I've licked a couple people that work here when they've been really sweaty. It was horrid. I did Debbie, it to Debbie being the most. Debbie, Debbie tends to get it pretty frequently. I think Debbie gets it anytime she walks through that door. But Debbie and I go way back. We uh, Debbie and I once served on a reptile extraction team around 2010, oh. circa 2010. Is that what that's called? Wasn't yeah. Bill on that extraction team Bill too? was, yeah. We had yes. to rescue animals that were in trouble. I had to bust a wall through a... Bust through a cinder block wall. Yeah, in a, in a crawl, crawl space. space. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Not. What, God, what idiots. Like these people, we these don't guys do were this. idiots. There's a ginormous boa down there. Jesus. Yep. No, it was that. a tegu. We uh, had a tegu. Oh, there was a boa, a boa in the basement, too. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, when we had to knock down the wall, there was a tegu. at your mom's house. Oh. So it was at your mom's house. The boa was. So back to these uh, lizards. So we, we think the um, iridescence is so they can attract food. So could you imagine on the new moon when they can't eat and they have to, like, what do they do? Do they just fast? Maybe their eyes well, are... Is that their it. Lent? They don't eat Maybe all the Maybe their time, eyes no. are acute to that, that uh, 
that light frequency or whatever. Yeah. So they'd see it no matter what. Maybe it would so. be like if I gave you a bowl of soup with no utensils and your hands tied behind your back. Maybe it's one of those geckos that gets charged by the sun all day and they glow regardless at night. Ah, it's a rechargeable gecko. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That you makes sense. Stick it in the sun and it charges. Solar. Yeah. It's. That's whatever. probably what it is. I have determined that the web-footed geckos are rechargeable. <laughs> so, have you seen these in the hobby? I don't believe that. Oh I yeah, have. you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh really? Well, we need to get some of these. Man. I should pay closer attention. Glow in the dark geckos. Well, they be used to cool. be fairly readily available. I haven't really looked for them. Yeah. Um, they're. When was I mean, that? They're... In like the eighties? No, this was like <laughs> a few years ago. I saw. Oh, okay. Them. But I can't remember the price range on them. Forty bucks. I think they were considerably more than that. Forty-five. <laughs> Looks like about a forty-dollar gecko. No, so. I think yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, they're probably more money. It. Anything that glows in the dark usually costs a little bit more. Yeah, the web-footed gecko. If anybody knows, how big they, does it get? Are they scratch and sniff? As they're like little oh, ones, three or four inches. Yeah, they stay small. Do they climb? Um, since they're they web-footed geckos, probably. So. Probably. They're more of a. I think anything can terrestrial, climb. but climb. Desert Especially species, so I just yeah. figured it would be more ground. And well, look at leopard geckos. People think those things don't climb. They do if you give them something to climb on. They will so, climb, yeah. Yeah, it will climb. If it now, if they climb glass, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was more curious about. Oh. Like uh, a crested gecko with the webbed feet. Because I had geckos like in the past stuff. where they, they, would not, they could not climb up glass. And basically, uh, they were diplodactylous. Uh, those, those, those feet, I'm looking at those, the picture those, those right feet. now. They uh, like look that. like they're very They look sticky. climby to me. They look climby. Yeah. They're for running across like sand. climbing feet. Or climbing glass in so the desert. So it's really just its belly that glows. So if there's a like lightning a strike in the desert, well, the they side, glass. Well, the sides of it glow yeah. and around the eyes. The lightning will fuse the sand into glass and then they can climb it. Yep, I've got some of that. Libyan desert glass. Really? From yeah. a lightning strike? No, from a meteor exploding oh. above the Earth's surface and it vaporized mm. the sand. And then it's like this white... Uh, what if it's just a piece of glass that somebody smooth rocks. ripped you off? You know, somebody smashed no, an old bottle I mean, and rounded it's it. Kind of unique milk bottle. That's why it's white. It's basically like a tektite. Yeah, they call it tektites. Hmm. Moldavite. That's the real mm-hmm. popular stone in that. That's from a, a meteor. I almost bought a piece of that a few months ago, but I got a whole bunch of it. Shit's expensive, man. When I bought it, I got I bought it from a guy in Czechoslovakia because that's it's from the Moldave River area. Okay. In Czech Republic or Czechoslovakia or whatever it is this year. Czechoslovakia. It's always changing. Uh-oh, but, um, we found a word that Matt can't pronounce. But, um, There's a few words I can't pronounce. I but yeah, I can't pronounce bought whole. a bunch of it, man, early 2000s or something like that. But um, I was looking at a couple pieces down in the Tampa area, and they were like 200 bucks for a piece that was like two inches. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe I'll sell mine. <laughs> I mean, at least wow. this place was selling it for a pretty penny, but maybe yeah. they had the market to do so. So it may not actually True. be worth that. Yeah. Th- things like that are only worth what people are willing to pay. It's like the ball python market. It's pretend. Well, I think I when I bought it, I bought it by the weight, like the, the gram or mm-hmm. the ounce or whatever. Now I think they sell it by the carrot. Hmm. So. I, he- I hear Stephanie clacking away. She's typing. She's typing. So, all right. Well, is there anything <laughs> else you want to talk about with these glow-in-the-dark geckos? No, but we need to get some. Well, yeah, if, uh, if they're available, <laughs> if we I, we'd definitely them. bring them in. Yeah, I've, not, I've never seen them on a list. Just look at the scientific name, because they might go under a few Do you have different... a scientific name? Yeah, we Yes, the Pachydaculus yeah. ragi. Yeah. Ragi, or R-A-G. Rangi. Rangi. I don't speak Latin. Latin's a dead language, except 
in the, in the, the animal science world. world. Yeah, in the yeah. science world, they still use Latin for science. You know, what is that crap? Like, scientists, get with the time. Because they they want to use a universal uh, Universal name, dead language. Like that's, well, <laughs> well, instead of translating the animal's name into every single language on the planet, they well, just use Latin and people memorize that. Why not pick a, a language that's not dead and then everybody translates it to French, you know? Or everybody translates it to German or English, but instead we translate it to a dead language that is not used anywhere. They're for not going to change the whole taxonomic system. Yeah. Yeah. That would be too much work and it would cause so much. Oh confusion. my God. God forbid our scientists have to work. No, I mean, we it's don't unnecessary. Want that. Yeah. It's unnecessary. We don't want, we want, the, we want everyone's job to be That's easy. That's why there's common names. This is 2021. That's why we don't want anyone to work. Everything should be easy. You know, speaking of easy, is my son, gecko now. Why my freaking 15-year-old son, he works for me, and he just comes in, and I was like, well, hey, he was like, all right, so I make 10 bucks an hour? I was like, well, no, in Illinois, now you make $11 an hour. He's like, even better. And I'm like, my 15-year-old kid just walked into a job at $11 an hour, WTF, only when in Illinois. When I started Illinois. working, I, was I, like, started I made 25, five, I think. Wait, I made my, five and a quarter. Yeah. When I started working, yeah. it was five dollars and twenty-five cents <laughs> you know, at my five. first job. That's what I started at. at. But again, it's twenty twenty-one. Everything needs to be easy. So well, I mean, prices have inflated. You know, the cost of living. Well, the cost of know. living goes up directly with the cost of minimum wage. So yeah. Yep, that's okay. Doesn't stress me out. We all make more money. So anyway, enough of that. Let's move on to the reptile myth or debate, which has nothing to do with work being easy or the cost of living. And this one looks like a debate, Heather. It's in capital letters. Yeah. Tell I, me about the debate. It could be, it could be a debate. It could be a myth. Mm, maybe it's a mythological what, debate. It, I guess it depends what you think. Let's debate if it's a myth or if it's fact. How about uh, that? Okay. Feeding, fact. Here we go myth. again. Here we go again. Feeding a on snake. our own. <laughs> you know, I, I would talk over you, but, but I, don't, you can't. I, I want people to be able to understand what I'm saying. Do you understand the words coming out of her mouth? <laughs> Anybody? Yes. Okay. Did I'm, you just I, I, fart? No, I was no. I was trying to think of that. I was trying to think of that movie. She I'm was sure. praying over do there. Do you understand the words coming no, out of my mouth? Praying. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I do. All right, go ahead. I thought I, that I was like remember. from a movie, and you're trying to get it's me from the to movie guess. of Heather's life All right. every Wednesday. All right, feeding a snake more often is the best way to make it grow bigger and faster. Well, that's one way. I don't yeah. know if it's the best way. The best way would be. Uh, creatine and protein powder i think this one is basically talking about like um trying to get your snake to grow as fast power as feeding possible. yeah yeah power, well, power feeding what do you think i well are you saying is this a good idea or are you saying this the, is i mean i know it says this is the best yeah way the to debate do it, is that it's the best way That's i mean i don't debate. really know if there's a best way to yeah. make your snake grow faster well that's the debate debate it is this the I think best it way? Has mm-hmm. health, uh, I think your snake or your animal is going to have health issues later on in life. Well, I think first you have to define it more like, often. What are they, I mean, are they just using it for profit and just. But what does more big? often mean? More often to me might be very different than more often to you. Like, you well, see I what I'm saying? Yeah, because I mean, we normally feed stuff once a week. Right. So, and if, if you feed it once a week, then would more often be twice a week? Three times be, a week, yeah. daily. Yeah, I, mean, I think it just depends. So, like, um, you know, every three days, because I've heard of people doing that with like the larger constrictors, trying to get them to full size and within eighteen months. On, we, 
on the on the website quick. I looked at where this myth was, I I looked it up. Uh, they say it can lead to obesity and like it puts strain on their organs and stuff. Well, yeah, their yeah. body only digests yeah. so quickly. So if you keep pumping yeah. that food in, it's kind of like. So I have a story, story time. Okay. So many moons ago, this was probably, oh geez, if I'm gonna go out on a limb, I'm gonna say maybe 2012 or 2013. I decided that I shouldn't say I decided. We, Stephanie and I, decided that we were going to take our kids and our parents to Walt Disney World. And the first time was 2011. Okay, so this is probably 2013, maybe 2014. And then we decided, hey, we're going to buy the <laughs> biggest dining plan that they have. Now Disney doesn't offer dining plans anymore because, um, you know, they're not As really working. Says she doesn't go to church more because of COVID. Yeah, well, <laughs> di- yeah, COVID. D- Disney has removed all I, of their I customer watched, service. I watched. Christmas and Easter online. Anyway, Disney doesn't offer dining plans anymore. They also don't offer annual passes anymore because if you sell an annual pass, you're at higher risk of COVID. Whereas if you charge people a daily higher priced entry, they're safer. This has nothing to do with profiteering, mind you. Not a thing. This is to protect people from the virus. You must pay more to go in every day so that you can be safer from I the virus. I think they're not selling annual passes because they don't want people to like uh, get mad and say, oh, well, I paid to be able to go at any time, but now I got to make a reservation to get into the park. You have to make a reservation to get into the park with a ticket, too. So, Well, I mean, as far as like... Heather, I am glad that you okay. think that they're doing this for the best interest of the human race. No, they're doing it for their it. interest to protect their own butts. That's all. No, they're doing it. They're doing it to say, to make so, more money. Fill their pockets. <laughs> it's like Walmart. Anyway, well, yeah, well, yeah they're losing money. Not anymore. Now they're making it. So anyway, um, I was like, hey, I'm, I don't even remember what the hell we're talking about. We're talking oh, about you taking. So I got I got the biggest dining plan, and what it was is it was um, you were able to have like three, as they called it, a table service meal every day, which is what you and I know as a restaurant. You go sit down at the restaurant and you eat. That's um, the too other much. option is a quick service meal, which is like a grab and go type option. You know, maybe it's like. Just a burger that you take and go or whatever. So table services, sit down with your family, get your you know three courses, whatever. So this was the only time I'd ever done this. I uh, I bought this package for the entire family, and I booked three table service meals a day. Oh now, God. your average park um, back then was open about 12 hours, and your average table service meal took about two hours. On top of that, it also came with two snacks. Yeah, it came with two snacks eat. per person. <laughs> that's so just a, That's just... Throwing money away, basically. Oh, no, no. Food. We didn't throw the money away, Heather. We ate every mf and piece of food that came our way. You want to talk about power feeding? Dear God, you had to take a shit between meals just so you could keep eating. It was horrible. The we would go to the rest. To but you know what I did cute. even better? How? I scheduled all how buffets. How, how, how did you <laughs> All character buffets. I scheduled all buffets. So we would go in, shovel our stomach as full as we could. Characters are coming around. Everyone's like, yeah, this is so great. And then you, you go know? walking. and you No, like, then you go take a shit. And then by then you have about 45 minutes to do one ride and go to your next meal. <laughs> we would be at the restaurant for two hours because everyone would have to take turns But you know what the best the part was, Heather? What? You know what the best part about Europe is? So I couldn't resist that liner. Um, it's a, oh. it's Pulp Fiction. Oh, anyway, okay. um, after we ate our three table service meals, consisting of two hours of buffets apiece, so six hours of buffets a day, after we each ate our two snacks on top of that, which was like a pretzel or an ice cream, do you know how we wrapped up the day? With a... Bathroom run. No. <laughs> with an all-you-can-eat dessert buffet. Oh, yeah. While you watched oh. fireworks. <laughs> 16,000 calories in a day. How so, many how many pounds did you gain on this trip? I would back then I would, I would ten. Yeah, I'd gain an average of ten pounds in, in a week. week. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. pretty intense. And then I'd come and back me, and run it off. Whenever we went to Disney World, we would split meals. Well, Heather, I don't know where your sense of adventure is, but 
It's called, I don't want to get sick if I'm hiking Nobody around the... Nobody wants to get yeah. sick. Nobody wakes up and says, I want to get sick. It's a byproduct. <laughs> you well, you're, you're setting yourself up for kid. failure. No, did you? Oh, uh, yeah. Did you Couple puke? Yeah. Did you get all over everyone? No, no. I never I never puked on a ride. I've puked after ran off of a ride before <laughs> and puked while I was running. But, um... Have you ever seen a man -whirl. take a shit while running full speed? But I speed? ate a bunch of tacos. So, I mean, I ate a bunch That'll of tacos. and I puked off the back of our party bus once on the interstate. I no. heard about... No, I thought that was the other You never went on the party did. bus. I've, I've heard stories Why didn't you ever go on the party bus I never was on there Because either. of that, you guys were Because crazy. sometimes people would vomit. So, we also yeah. had this party One bus that we would, um, we would buy at an auction every single year. And then eventually the guy that had the bus, he claimed he got rid of it, but I think we were too big of a liability. So he just stopped bringing it to the <laughs> auction because he knew we would buy it. But it was a school bus with the top cut off, so a convertible school bus. And it had a riser in there on the floor so that when you stood, the top of the school bus came up to, like, your navel or maybe your chest. Thank and there was these yeah. little handles on it you'd hold on My to. Armpits. And uh And, yeah, we would just drive around. We'd go down to St. Louis and throw Mardi Gras beads and just kind of be idiots. Well, there was... um there was alcohol consumption on this bus. And I remember Matt uh, Wilson, that used to work for us, he threw up once. But uh, you see, where Matt screwed up is when he had a throw up, he went to the front of the conver convertible yep, bus yep. and threw up into the wind. <laughs> That's yeah. the story it I know. covered me. Yeah, it nailed oh, everybody. Oh, my God. When I threw so up, fast. I went to the back of the bus, oh. hung my head over, and puked on the cars behind me. <laughs> Luckily, we were on our way home. I remember one time when we were driving, uh, we were going yeah, down the interstate like past East Saint, and there was a um, a structure fire, and you could feel the heat from the interstate. Mm -hmm. It was insane. Yeah, entire house was on fire. So anyway, what does this have to do with power feeding your snake? Well, as long as it takes a dump between each two-hour buffet, I think no. it's safe. That's the point I was making. I would I would say don't do it. It's yeah, not it's not a good it. idea in all reality. I mean, it's been done. We've we've never really power fed, but we have. Um, I know we have shortened the time on feedings, like with our big retic. We didn't have prey items big enough for him, and he would become so wildly feed aggressive that at the end, what were we doing? A 10-pound rabbit, like, every week or something like that? I think like he that. was, like, once it, a week, yeah. Yeah, I think he was almost once a week or a week and a half. Or, or Whereas Aphrodite was, like, a 10-pound rabbit every three to four weeks. Yeah, yeah. every three weeks, yeah. If she felt like it. If she felt like <laughs> it. Towards the end, most of the just... time, I mean, she was right on. I mean, she would go off feed, but it was... I remember when part, Bill but... used to have to start feeding... Had to feed her a jumbo rat first and then sneak then the... stick the rabbit and then head stick in the her rabbit. She didn't like the smell of the rabbit, so she yeah, would go eat a rat. And then yeah. she finally decides she liked rabbit. So yeah. you have this 15-foot, 150-pound snake eating a jumbo rat, which to most snakes is huge, but to her is like... Need 20 of them. Chicken a nugget. mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Give her the rat and feed the rabbit behind it. So I'm glad we accomplished a lot with this. So, uh, yeah, does anyone else have anything they want to add to power feeding other than pooping between meals? <laughs> no. no. It's not a good idea. Yeah, I would say no. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on then. So, um, today we are not going to do conspiracies, theories, and mysteries. We're going to um, change it up a little bit. Um, today is Wednesday, January the 20th. I usually say this at the beginning, but I didn't. Um, so, if you're watching us live, happy hump day, day of the hump. Um, if you're listening to this on your podcast app, the soonest this gets released is Thursday the 21st. But today being Wednesday, January the 20th, 2021, is Inauguration Day. So um, we wanted to talk about just some fun um, Inauguration Day facts. But I feel really weird not doing some sort of intro, intro to this. So let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I would like to welcome you to 2021 America's Inauguration Day. 
<laughs> You're so fucked up. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying which president I'm for. So. <laughs> I think we all know that now. <laughs> Dude. All right. So you got some fun facts. You can bleep that if you want. I think it's funny. I think you should leave it. Yeah. I don't really care. Right, I'm just going to give a, He's just being silly. That I just thought um, were interest, interesting and fun. Um, so George Washington had to borrow money to attend his first inauguration. <laughs> so I thought huh. that was interesting. He didn't make enough money from his hemp farm, huh? I guess not. Yeah. Not um, enough money in his Gorilla Glue. <laughs> yeah. That's a type of marijuana, Gorilla Glue. I just found that out the other day. Really? The names they come up. Yeah. Like, okay, so I use Gorilla Glue That's very hilarious. frequently. It's my yeah. favorite glue in the world. I don't <laughs> think I would ever smoke something that resembles Gorilla Glue. No. That sounds scary. It does sound yeah. scary. I mean, Gorilla Tape is so sticky. Gorilla Glue doesn't come I used off. Gorilla Tape once. I took a, um 8-inch um, inline fan, like a duct fan. So not only are they heavy, they're probably 20 or 30 pounds, but when you turn them on, the torque inside them, like it, it causes the whole thing to pull. I was able to tape that fan to a cinder block wall, and it held while it was running. Yeah. Gorilla tape is where it's at. That's crazy. So, anyway, next. Um, so he had to borrow money. Where did he borrow it from? It didn't say. I didn't. You know what? I bet I know where he got see. it from. He was the president, right? Yes. <laughs> he printed it. Probably. That's what presidents do. Yes. Maybe not then. All yes. presidents. Yeah, I don't think they <laughs> Regardless of political party. printed money back yeah. then. Borrow this from the treasury. Um, yeah, borrow, nice. quote, unquote. So this one... None of John Adams' family was present for his inauguration, so they didn't even come and attend it. Why not? Aw. Didn't say. No. Yeah. It was bingo John night. Adams was also the first president to skip his successor's inauguration, um, which was <laughs> Thomas Jefferson back in 1801. And they said the crazy thing is that they were actually really close friends during um, like his presidency, but then they became enemies and decided it was... Yeah, they just became rivals with each other. So I guess when you're rivals, you don't attend the inauguration. I think that's in poor taste, though. There's three presidents that have not attended due to rivalry, but there's other presidents that haven't attended due to health issues and other reasons. So in my, this is just my opinion. I'm going to give an opinion that nobody asked for, but your duty as president is to represent your country. And, and, and you know what? I mean, well, we can talk about it today. There's two presidents that are not attending the inauguration today, at least two that I know of. Yeah, there's a couple. And um, oh, yeah. I, I just think it's in poor taste because all that does is add to the divide of the country. Well, they really say does. that typically when, in like the previous two that didn't attend due to rivalry, they say it's because there was such a divide in the country that they felt that it was best not to bring that many people together with okay. a divide to keep violence down well i could i could understand they that. Say that that's typically so. when there's such a divide that's why but carter said he's not attending today yes. and carter's like he's getting pretty old he's, he's pretty up there old, like though. like what type of rivalry i can't say that word rivalry, rivalry what would he really bring to the inauguration today you know so i don't yeah. know i just think uh i think it's your duty as president to just to do those things it's just something that's expected but that's just me that's why i'm not president yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the reasons I'm not president. Yeah. There's a couple the others. There's like two other reasons. Yeah, but then uh, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, 10 years later, became like close friends again. And Oh, then who's, was he like, my bad, I'm missing your inauguration. That was then? <laughs> you already had, I missed it? And then, they became, and then they both ended up dying like the same day or something. It was crazy. Yeah. I don't know, something wow. like that. Um, Thomas Jefferson walked to and from his first inauguration. Well, yeah, they didn't have cars. <laughs> no, he did it because he was trying to prove a point of... Um, Did he walk from the White House to the lawn of the White exercise House? Exercise is good. No, he was trying to prove a point. He of, wanted to get his steps in. 
a certain party basically being like, we can be simple, so to say. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need no horses. Yeah. We don't need no mules. That was the Amish party back then. Back in my day, James we Madison miles hosted the first inaugural ball, and tickets only cost $4. Tickets. Minimum wage was a penny though back yeah. then. So yeah, basically, yeah. Took you a year to the save last up for inaugural that. ball. Tickets were a thousand. Like Twenty G's. Only a thousand dollars for one ticket, unless oh, you wanted like bad. special like VIP ones, and they were like forty thousand. Usually, anything like that. that involves the president in the room is like twenty G's. Yeah, but they're not yeah. having one this year. There's no ball. Yeah, no. because it's Why? no inaugural COVID. ball. It's all supposed to be like virtual. Not like, not even is... doing an inaugural ball, um, but the parade is going to be virtual. The parade's mm-hmm. virtual. Yeah, that's what it said. How do you do a virtual parade? How do you parade the military through the streets virtually? Like, ain't there like 60,000 It's like what they did with Mace, uh, the Thanksgiving yeah. Day parade. They just like Something taped it. You know what, man? Sections. Honestly, whether or not you support Joe Biden, I think that is a damn shame that he's getting robbed of his inauguration. Yes. Whether you support him or not. Like, yeah, well, he's our president. That is, the, that is the one time you get an inauguration once. When you get reelected for a second term, you don't get another inauguration. Yeah, I mean, he had his VP inauguration for Yeah, but that wasn't his years, inauguration. That, wasn't that was his. Yeah. Obama's. Right. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. Sucks to be you. Andrew Johnson, when he was running, when he got his VP inauguration, he showed up wasted on whiskey, they said. Ah, they good said for to him. Who was that? Where, uh, he said Andrew Johnson? Yeah. Hell so, yeah. And he was for Abraham Lincoln. And so they said that he... Um, was so wasted he was like stumbling on his words that he couldn't even like read his speech or do his speech someone had to do it for him good on him yeah good on him knowing what he wants it reminds me of the award shows where the stars uh, get so drunk and they don't realize that they're they might win so they have to do their acceptance speech drunk it's hilarious yeah like um, you need to be highly functional if you're gonna drink like that see President yeah. Grant's inauguration was so cold that the champagne and the canaries that they had in cages all froze to death <laughs> <laughs> the champagne froze to death. Wait, it's wait, dead. Wait. Somebody the bring it back. froze and the canaries, like, why, the birds froze. Wait, wait a second. Why do they have canaries? They said it was part of the festivities. Canary in the cave, just in case yeah. there yeah. was part a methane leak. I think something with birds is like a huge thing, like pigeons usually, though. Because another president... Pigeons. Well, so... Um, Richard Nixon, he was like, I don't want pigeons. I guess like they always <laughs> would like release a bunch of pigeons or whatever. Or it was like a huge thing around there because... Nixon made it very known that hey, I don't want pi- you know pigeons. Um, he wanted vultures. He said because Turkeys. they always line the parade route on the branches. So his committee spent thirteen thousand dollars to treat all of the branches along that route with, uh, I guess, a chemical called Roost No More. It's supposed to make the birds' feet itch when they land on them, so they wouldn't be on his parade <laughs> route. But Jeez. instead, the birds landed on there, and they ate the Roost No More, and so then all the dead. Pigeons were falling ha. during his parade route. That's oh hilarious. My gosh. Yeah. Oh my god. That, well, that was taxpayer money well spent. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whoops. Um, let's see. That William is... Henry Harrison had the longest inaugural speech, which was just under two hours. It was 8,445 words. That should not be allowed. The, Nobody cares. And the crazy thing is, when he left his um, speech, you know, he like the thing to do was to, you know. Like a horse and carriage, you know, he has to leave on his carriage. And the horse had died from waiting. <laughs> no, he um, he ended up getting he didn't have a jacket, and he ended up getting a cold, and then died 31 days later after being. That's what he got. Oh, right. And then no the shortest uh, I remember that, speech I 
You remember that? Well, you I were rem- alive then? No. I remember, <laughs> yeah. I remember like, that because I, I just a, retired. I, just, I did a book report on William Henry Harrison. and I do remember huh. that. What year was that that he was president? I don't remember. Was he like yeah. the shortest? He was, was Bill was he, too young was, to remember. Did he have the shortest presidency then? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. 31 days, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the shortest speech came from George Washington of only 135 words. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. have um, I have two books at home that is every inaugural speech every president has given up through Trump. Never yeah. read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought them. Well, I saw them when we were out in Vegas at that uh, president store. That, there's the store in Vegas that's oh, all yeah. like, right. just like that's where he got satirical. His, his like puppet Yeah, I got thing. my little rubber Donald Trump hand puppet there. That I used to run around. Do you remember that thing? I don't think yeah. So. You've never yeah, seen my Donald Trump hand back. puppet? It I can get it right now. No, I do. I carry it with me every single day. You never know <laughs> when you're gonna have to bust out a Donald Trump hand puppet. Anyway, they had these books, and I bought them. Just never read them. Thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Franklin Roosevelt was inaugurated four times, and that was just because that was before they had the amendment of you can only have two terms. So he had four different terms, and then after that, they put that into place. But, but Obama technically had four inaugurations because on his first inauguration, they had some wording wrong. So the next day, they did a, another inauguration. Another speech? Uh-huh. Hmm, they did another one in the White House. Um, and then his second term, something similar happened again. And so he ended up having to have Do they do an inaugural speech on the second term? I guess I didn't realize that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they do. They just don't do the big parade, I guess. I don't know. I've never it just it. depends on the president if they want to, it says. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to that part of it. Um, Obama's Obama's Obama Ohana. Yeah. So in 2009, Obama's inauguration had the largest crowd, including the largest event that's ever taken place in Washington D.C. It's also the internet's most watched swearing-in ceremony. I think we're Obama's gonna have the, the. I think we're gonna have the least crowded one. We'll have the year. least crowded one, but we might have the largest yeah, ceremony like so of much the internet military. now. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're not letting people attend in person for the most oh, part. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Bill Clinton's um, inauguration was the first to ever be live-streamed on TV. Hmm. Or on the internet. Not TV, sorry. That's because the internet wasn't a thing until Bill Clinton. Trump's Trump's inauguration was the first to be live-tweeted, and it's the uh, largest live-stream that's ever been tweeted on Twitter. Tweeted on Twitter. Yeah, tweeted on Twitter. As opposed to being tweeted not on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's just... Those are some fun facts, so... um, those of you that are watching live, we're actually recording 30 minutes early today, and that's so that we can catch the inauguration. So <laughs> Heather said it starts at 12 p.m. Eastern, Eastern time, so yeah. 11 a.m. our time. That is in 17 minutes, which means we should probably move on to the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know, do you guys have anything else you want to say about Inauguration Day without hating on anybody? No. No. So I'll say <laughs> something to the few people that are watching just because I think it's important. Um, whether or not you support our incoming president, um, remember, we all live in the same country. We're all Americans. Be fucking reasonable to your neighbor. Dear God. He is your president. He is your the president. Whether you voted for him or not, he is the commander-in-chief of the country that you live in. So this whole, he ain't my president, actually he is. I hate to break it to your ignorant ass, but he is your president. So even if you didn't vote for him, if he's not your president, then do us all a favor. Either leave the country, or where was that bridge we talked about a few a few sessions ago. God. Find it and jump off it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, support him, man. Yeah, it's it just be the bigger person. You know, yeah, it's it like is what it is. all we've heard for the last four years And so. social media is going to be full of ignorant-ass pettiness. It's going to be people bitching and complaining and whining, and I'm right, you're wrong. And you have to make the conscious decision to remove yourself from people that are lesser educated than you. Um, and so. the reason I know that all of you watching are more educated than that is because you're watching this. And this is the most educated show on the internet today. Right? 
Yes. Thank you. I would say Thank so. Thank you. <laughs> because if you get on the internet, man. Yeah. It's sad when TDI Live is your most educated show on the internet. But uh, but no, in all reality, guys, like let's let's be kind to the people next to us because they are our neighbors and they are still human beings. And the beauty of being human is that we are all individual. And sometimes we disagree with our neighbor, but you can choose to disagree and hate your neighbor or you can choose to disagree and love your neighbor. Like Heather and I disagree on a lot of things, but she has had a crush on me for 12 years now. <laughs> Please stop Love it. letters on my desk. I, hey, just because you choose to love me, you know, I, I admire that, Heather. He's so I weird. admire that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to the game. The it's a spelling bee today. We've never done one of those. Oh, yes, we have. No. No. All right. I've got a word for you. All right. Most Stephanie of these, has words for you. I saw her looking them up. Each of your first two words are are from the list of 100 most misspelled words. So oh, well. They're not as hard as you might think, but the third one is pretty hard. All right. So Matt's first word is harassment. You know, why did you choose this word? H A R R A S S M E N T. Got wrong. One one extra S. Too you, many. You, you, one extra R. Too oh. many. R. Only one R in there. One R. It's All not right. talk like a pirate day. That's it, not till September nineteenth. Every day is talk like a pirate day with me. So there's this one line off of Pirates of the Caribbean that I use. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean. Specifically when Caribbean. Re- but specifically when referring to that movie and or ride. Caribbean. I think Pirates it's Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, because yeah. I'm pretty sure Walt Disney called it the Caribbean, Pirates of the yes. Caribbean. But it is pronounced yeah. the Caribbean. I'm not going right. to say, hey, I'm going down to the Caribbean for spring break. No, you're going to the Caribbean. However, Car- I'm Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Barbosa says, what are you doing? So I like yeah. to, I don't uh. know if you've ever heard me kind of do that when I ask someone what they're doing. I don't do it in that voice. But yeah. I always say, what are you doing? Yeah, I know that. Makes that, me happy. Yeah. Makes me smile. All right. Harassment. So, Stephanie's word is pastime. Pastime? Mm-hmm. Isn't that two words? Just one word. Apparently not. P-A-S-T-T-I-M-E. No. Nope. one T, isn't it? It's just one T. I know. Oh. I, was like, I was like, I was like, is it one or two? Mm. Ah. That's what I, I figured. I would have it. And then Bill's like, word is referred. R-E-F-E-R-E-D. Two R's in that ah, one, Bill. Ah, two R's in that one. <laughs> ah, your word is right. blowhole. Oh, did you see that come up? I did, yeah. Oh. I just thought it was blowhole. funny. Blowhole. But that's not a hard word to no, spell. No, it's not. No, it was just a funny word. Oh. That wasn't the hard Can word. Can you no. spell blowhole, your Heather? Word. Right. Oh, my word. What's no, she's going to give you a different word. Blowhole your word is, is being... tourniquet. Ooh, I think I know this one. It's a Marilyn okay. Manson song. T. Nope. O. False. One R. R. N. E. Blowhole. Q. U. E. T. No, oh, almost. Almost. T O U R N I Q U. Oh, I was wondering if it was an I or E. Your next word is Albuquerque. <laughs> no, let's you not You can't say spell that. Albuquerque. No can way. You? No Me way. Either. No way. The only uh, reason I knew Albuquerque was a thing was thanks to Looney Tunes. All right. They so always you, went to Albuquerque. Remember so that? No. Yeah. So your first word Should is. Should have took a left at Albuquerque. Your second word is judgment. J U D G E M E N T. What? It, there's no, no e, e in there, I guess. Huh. Who are you to judge? <laughs> anyway, uh, Stephanie's second word is privilege. P R I V L A G E. Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll spell this one out because you okay. missed a couple of things. Okay. Jeez. P R I V I L E G E. Wow. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh. According to Heather's dictionary. 
Yeah. Are you fine? And then Bill's word is guarantee. G U A E E N T. Ganat. Whoa. Okay. G U A. There's an R in there, Bill. Guarantee. G U. Guarantee. Yeah, G U A R. There we go. We missed that the first time. T. It's A N T E, right? Guarantee. No, I used it's, to spell this word. It's G U A R A N T E E. Guarantee. Right, that's right. Don't Give Heather Albuquerque. All right. Yeah. What's my um, word? I don't even know how to spell Albuquerque. I don't either. I don't even think Google could correct it if I typed it in. Right. I would type in albino what's turkey. What's my magical word? Um. Just pick one. You got a whole list there. Um, mayonnaise. Ooh. Oh God, I don't know. This mayonnaise. Word. I, I hate ma- I hate mayonnaise. That, no one asked M-A-Y-O-N-N-A-I-S-E. if you liked it. So hateful. M a y o n n a i s e. Yeah, you got yes. it. <laughs> All right. Yes, well, I finally got one. You want to wrap it up on that note, or you want to do one sure, more? Sure, I can. Sa- I can save the others for a okay. different day. Are you guys okay with that? That's yeah, fine. Fine. All right. Yeah. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. So thank you everybody for joining us. Um, it was a blast, and um. We will not have a podcast next week. I don't think I told you all that. Um, I won't be here. Steph won't be here. Kids won't be here. I don't know. Oh. Maybe we'll have a podcast. <laughs> As of right now, no podcast next week. We'll let you know. We might. I might figure something out in the interim. So I've got a lot of projects going on in the Tampa area, and one of them is being able to tune into the podcast here. So, yeah, it'll be pretty neat. Anyway, I want to thank you all for joining us. Um, yeah, peace. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. Why are you guys so hesitant to say your names? You think there's like a trick? Because you you talk all your stuff. Because Matt didn't. Yeah. This is why somebody else needs to take the reins. Do you want to tell us where we can find the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you want me to do the whole outro? You got to do the outro. No, I'm just going to say. Okay. Where can I find the podcast, Heather? You can find our podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and Amazon Music. You can also visit our website at www.thetdi.com. Click on social and then click on podcast and you'll have it right there. So, And you can also watch it live on Facebook. You can also watch it live on Facebook once a week. <laughs> so my bad on that. I'm sorry. I just wasn't really. I was so excited to watch the inauguration. Actually, I'm just hungry and want to go eat my food. So Me too. Thank you for joining us. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you just listened to Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. The colors, colors, yeah, no Thank you for listening to Tie-Dyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com. Be running and running and running the storm you We've been loving and living above and beyond. I, I do, and I know that you do too. They don't know you.